Welcome to Lowering the Rim. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> Welcome to Lowering the Rim, where we set the goals to realistic heights. I'm Keegan, and with me, as always, is brothers Caleb Hi. and Drew. Hello. Today we are looking at basketball through more of a cinematic lens, maybe a basketball movie or a movie that had a basketball scene in it. But we are excluding Space Jam. This is a non-Space Jam discussion because we talk about Space Jam all the time. Thank you. So let's start things off with uh, our thoughts on the upcoming Space Jam 2. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... We're also a non-Space Jam 2. I thought you got the memo this morning. Let's talk movies. uh, When we think basketball movies, what... Uh, what are you guys thinking of? What's what's surfacing? Well, I just well, I just want to start when we were going over um, pre-show notes. Caleb had never heard of Thunderstruck, which I don't know if that was ABC Family. I honestly don't know what what it was. I saw it on Netflix, and it's a it's a Zac Efron template of a character that steals <laughs> Kevin Durant's. Um, basketball powers caleb thought i was making it up as i was as i was (laughs) telling it to him but it's very real that's true i did think it was made up how does he get the power how does he get somehow he i think he goes to an okc game and touches the basketball wait does lightning strike and then that Sort of seems thunderstruck, like, a, like a, a, a storm-based. Sort yeah, of... it's getting hazy now, but I thought I remember <laughs> it as get... some sort of transference fr- through basketball contact. It's getting hazy because of the storm. <laughs> <laughs> so KD's powers go into the basketball and come out of the basketball into this high school kid's um, hands, and then he goes on to write a really successful high school musical. Okay. Uh, that's basketball themed, and now this is sounding like it's getting more into my realm. Of <laughs> cinematic expertise. <knowledge>. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to start with that one, but we can move on. How? Uh, well, how prominent is Kevin Durant's role? Is he like just sort of a? He shows up several times oh, really? throughout. Yeah, I okay. mean, it's like his. Yeah, it's weird that he had this cinematic debut and it kind of went unnoticed. I mean. People, like, you didn't even know this movie existed. Yeah, people don't know about it. Maybe it was a straight-to-VHS-type movie or something. It, maybe it was yeah. never in the it theaters. Was mo- it was mostly in Oklahoma theaters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Local release? I would have loved to have been to that red carpet event. been great. Okay, uh, Caleb, why don't you go into a movie that you have seen that's basketball-themed? Um, one movie that surfaces for me when I think of basketball movies is The Sixth Man uh, which was uh, was it is it Marlon Wayans and he has a brother in that movie oh. who, who ends up I think his brother in the movie is a non-Wayans yeah it's too. a non-Wayans just a rare uh, rare thing okay. I mean, for a Wayans well but film. I don't think it's I don't think it's a Wayans brother movie I think it just has a Wayans brother in the movie there's a will, there's a way in. So. 
Continue. Anyway, so they're they're brothers, and they they both make it to the NBA, and is it NBA or college? Anyway, <laughs> I remember the one brother slam does a slam dunk, and then he somehow slips and falls on his back and dies. And this happens in the f- pretty early on in the movie. Yeah, like immediately. Yeah. Right? Five, five minutes for five minutes. And then I guess in, in, a, he, in a very uh, Casper sense, he has unfinished business. And he stays, the ghost of uh, Marlon Wayne's brother stays around and helps him and their team to probably to win the championship or something like that. But I remember the scene at the end was very vivid when the the, the business is finished and uh, Ghost Brother ascends into heaven. And I remember that being very sad. Mm. Now you and I used to ask each other if we were in that situa- situation, which one of us would die and be the one who's still playing basketball. Do you remember this? Yeah. I would say if... If I was the one that died, I would not be a very good sixth man. I would not be very much help to you. Um, Wasn't Haley Joel Osment in the sixth man? Yeah. And Bruce Willis is a... They... Hey, no, Haley, you're remembering wrong. <laughs> Haley Joel is the only one that could see Marlon the sixth Williams. man. <laughs> and so he kept saying, look, I want to vote for him as the sixth man of the year award. And people just thought he was Looney Town. Because right. they didn't understand what's going on. Yeah, Bruce Willis was their coach, and then mm-hmm. there was this weird twist. That old classic Shyamalan twist we're looking for. Yeah. So when you first said Six Man, I was I was confused because I thought you were talking about Juana Man. I was getting those two mixed together. Now it's no that one I that, had not seen. Keegan, you've seen Juana Man, though, right? I don't think so. I think I maybe caught a, some of it on TV, but I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it. I'm remembering it right, though. It's a basketball theme, isn't it? It's where he dresses up as a. Does he dress up as a woman? It's this. I think it's the same plot as Ladybugs. Ladybugs. A Just a basketball version. A male playing for a female team. I think he can't make the cut as a. NBA player, and so he disguised himself as a woman to play as WNBA. I don't remember. I've never seen it, but I think it is the it's same plot like as Ladybugs. Yeah. Okay, so tell That's us about like, one uh, maybe you do remember a little more clearly. Uh, you know, there's a movie I've never seen, but I just watched the YouTube clip over and over again. It's called Deadly Friend. It's probably not about basketball, but... If you can imagine an old woman with a shotgun scared out of her mind who doesn't like teenagers. This is the, the mother from Goonies. The mother from Goonies. Um, the bad mother, the bad not mother. the good mother. Bad, bad, and then bad a, mama a blonde sloth mom. <laughs> a blonde Couldn't be any clearer. <laughs> <laughs> a blonde teenage girl comes in. I don't know the context. It's kind of funner to not know the context, but... Starts uh, trying to attack her, and the weapon of choice is a basketball. So the young blonde teenager hurls a basketball at uh, this lady's head, which sort Mama of... Mama Goonie. Mama Goonie, and it sort of explodes into a 
just a pizza mess all over yeah, the it's wall. Almost, <laughs> he showed me the clip, and if you want to just get a sense of what it looked like without watching it, you go to your local green grocer, take a uh, jar of your favorite spaghetti sauce, and just throw it on the ground, and that's exactly what this scene looks mm-hmm. like. Is that maybe two jars? Uh, and it's sort of in that bad horror '80s time, and then the uh, the body walks around a little bit mm-hmm. without a head. Chicken with its head cut off. Twitches. Yeah. There's just so much spaghetti sauce. They, <laughs> they could have really got like a Pragu sponsorship or something. Yeah, they totally. Wait, Pragu or Ragu? Prego. Prego and Ragu. Man, I just mixed Ragu. two so like, sauces. Yeah. They probably did that on the shoot. Mixed sauce the, mix? Yeah. yeah. To make That's sort blood. of a, among us spaghetti heads, that's sort of a a no can do. <laughs> well, they come in jars. Be <laughs> <laughs> a good boy. <gasps> but I've never seen that movie, just that scene. There's probably no basketball otherwise in it. Yeah. Probably not. It was probably the, just the prop that they had at hand. Drew, <laughs> you weren't talking about uh, Celtic Pride earlier at all. But, um, I just want to bring that up and get your thoughts. Which, before we get well, your we, thoughts... There was some confusion about a weigh-ins earlier, and I believe this one also houses weigh-ins confusion. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. He's one like, of them is a weigh-ins, one of them is a non-weigh-ins. It's one? No. Yeah. No, the uh, basketball player, basketball player is, is a Wayans. It's which one's Major Payne? I think it's, it's that one. Oh, Damon. Is it Damon? I want to look that up. Okay. Yes. yes. It's Damon Wayans, Dan Aykroyd. He's the Celtic. And the Damon Home Alone Wayans. robber. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. No. Daniel Stern? You got it wrong. Yeah, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, Dan Aykroyd, they're they're the kidnappers. But Dan- Damon Wayans plays for the Jazz. Oh, and they they're like Celtics the Celtics fans. That's right. And they, he's just so good, they capture him because they don't want him to beat the Celtics. Exactly. So yeah. Sort of, they couldn't get Joe Pesci, so they got Dan Aykroyd. They couldn't get... And I remember Tolkien's Daniel Stern being um, upset because he had been typecast as a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just... That's when he stepped out and, and did... Um, what was the famous Boy Scout movie? Uh, Bushwhacked. Bushwhacked. Yeah. Where he was, instead of being a burglar, a burglar, he was an accused burglar, but he was actually innocent. Oh, so right. still, yeah. still sort of typecast. Still carrying but, that accusation. Yeah. <laughs> but he finally made his way to just be a good dad in uh, Little Monsters. Now with, he finally found it. With finally Celtic Pride, Keegan, is that what Uncut Gems was a remake of? Yep. Is Celtic it's Pride? Sort of a, you just saw Uncut Gems. Me and Caleb haven't seen it yet. But. I did just see it, yes, and it's an exact spinoff of Celtic <laughs> Pride. <laughs> For those of us who are in the Celtic universe and just craving more So Kevin that, Garnett becomes the the upgraded... the He the takes on the Wayans. character of Damon Wayans, right? So he is now uh, formerly a Wayans brother. <laughs> yes. Uh, Uncut Gems was really good. I don't think I'd watch it again because it's a lot of yelling in it. It's mostly mm. loud talking. But it's not like the good yelling, like Daniel Stern peaked the audio yelling. It's just... No. But this is what I think is uh, what is 
exceptional about the yelling in the movie is if a director or a screenwriter can have a scene where everybody's yelling at each other, but you can walk away knowing like what was said, what the next person's move is, what they're going to do, and there was clarity. Somehow there's clarity in the overlapping of dialogue. I think that's very impressive when directors can pull that off. I don't know how that looks on a screenplay, but it's very impressive. And Kevin Garnett's a good actor. It's always good to hear when um, uh, sports players can make that jump to sports, to acting. I like that. My one critique is... uh, Kevin Garnett was not. <laughs> People like casting Kevins. No, for, I'm uh, a basketball movies. I'm a Lakeith Stanfield fan, and he wasn't in as much as the movie as I thought he would be. Oh, he's in it. I didn't know he was even in it. Yeah, okay. he's in it. But it's just sort of a but smaller role. It's smaller than I thought. I wouldn't call it a small role. It's not tiny. It's not a tiny role. But uh, it was. It was a lot less. And for for us Lakeith Stanfield fans, uh, you might be a little disappointed with the total running time of his uh, um, scenes. Now this isn't a movie, but I have seen a lot of um, Bel Air Academy jerseys being worn, mm. and that would be from when Will Smith had the basketball scene in the show Fresh Prince. Oh yeah. Uh, it th- those scenes like you see them in. I remember seeing them in uh, Saved by the Bell as well. Urkel mm-hmm. or not Urkel? Family Matters when uh, Eddie plays basketball. They always just look so fake. The court is not even half a court. The goal <laughs> is the goal is kind of like our podcast. It's not regulation height. Um. That was just some fun slow mo. Yeah, the you see the ball in slow mo. It's a uh, single shot. There's always that shot of the ball flying through the air. The juke move that they do on the defender isn't really good. No one would ever <laughs> go for that. <laughs> you mean they're not doing the sham god? But I do like that they would still incorporate basketball. And now you're like you see, there's a pair of. Not only do people buy. Uh, the Fresh Prince jersey from Bel Air. There's a Jordan Five that he wore on the show that they remade, and wow. it's called. Wow. I free, I think it's called the Fresh Prince Five or something like that. But Fresh it's five. it's the shoe he's wearing. That's cool. Um, they even made a version where it's laceless because that's how he wore it in the show. So the shoe cool. didn't come with laces. That's they like cool. adjusted the design of the shoe. If I had to sit through four quarters in real time of a sitcom basketball game, it would probably be the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Or, uh, you remember the sitcom Hanging with Mr. Cooper, where that was his whole goal, is to be a... Oh, yeah. He was a... Was that his goal, or was that what he was? No, he kept trying to... He was like a UCLA Bruin. He played for the collegiate level, and he was... Always go to like NBA tryouts. That was part of the story of uh, the show. But was he a coach on the on the side or something? Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he ended up coaching. I just remember there's an episode where he goes to try out for an NBA team. Probably remember, the Lakers. I don't remember. I remember I had a Gary Payton 
card, and on the back it had, it's like a quote or something from, in his picture, of hanging with Mr. Cooper. So that ties in really well to what you were. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the resale value on that? Um, you, you gotta have to ask somebody who had, still has it. You got Glove and Cooper. <laughs> now that's nope. a sitcom I want to watch. <laughs> What was the what was the Saved by the Bell show that was all about basketball? Hang time. Oh, hang, hang time. time. Hang time. They had a, We're hanging together. Their, their niche thing was they had a girl on the guys team, right? Is that yeah. what that was? Yeah. And she was like one of the best players. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We used to watch that a lot. I, I think they know. were like the Bucks or something. They were supposed to be in Indiana high school. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. I want to say that's the first time or I saw Deers. Anthony Anderson, maybe. Was oh, he was right. on that show. Yeah. Hang time! We're hanging together! He would later go on to do just some of my favorite scenes Everything. in Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Man. he's got some... Tay Diggs, Ty Diggs. Tay that movie, that's that a movie movies. where he, his role... He plays an actor. As an actor. That really? must be fun for actors, I think. But maybe not. Maybe it's really just really hard and frustrating. The actor to step, acting to double step out of, out of uh, yeah your role. That reminds me of another crossover, where on another famous basketball movie, White Man Can't Jump, mm. where they have to act like they're on a TV show. Well, yeah, she has to pretend like she's on Jeopardy. Yeah. Remind so, me, does she win? Yeah, she ends up winning. Because, does for she some w- reason, he owes... Uh, when I say he, it's... Uh, Woody. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. I Woody think of the name. He owes money for some reason. Well, he, And he doesn't have any money. Right? And yeah. she wins it on Jeopardy and gives it to him. So that he's... Is I, it a loan shark? Or I, think I, don't, it, what, yeah, I think it's sort of a house guest scenario where... Yeah, just loan sharks. It's probably vague in the movie. Yeah, it's Mafia just been types. so long, I don't remember. And, uh... But, is it... For the last round, she chooses quote and quotables. And <laughs> <laughs> does she stay with him, though, or does she take the money and dip? I don't remember. No, I think she gives him the money, and that's his salvation for the, yeah. the movie. But the whole movie, he has a huge problem. He's just gambling away all of his money. Yeah, it's a lot about gambling and not knowing when to stop. He's does he gamble when he's playing pickup? Is that sort of how it starts? He plays basketball and and they're like uh, doing the pool shark, where they pretend like they suck. Yeah, well, and then they hustle people. Right. Because yeah, that's the way. And it's him and Wesley Snipes are on a team, doing and they I think they enter a two on two tournament. Oh, you know what I just thought of? There's some good basketball scenes in The Wire. Oh, yeah. Those are are fun. The uh, East Side versus the West Mm -hmm. Side. Oh, that's right. Avon versus... uh, Gosh, I can't believe Big Boy. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Joe. Prop Joe. Prop Joe. Mm. I wanted to say Fat Joe. Prop Joe is dressed like Pat Riley, and Avon uh, calls (laughs) him out for it. Because it's, like, really hot outside. Yeah. And Prop Joe says, look the part, be the part, mother. Beep. (laughs) 
Which is a great line. Now, doesn't don't they hustle in that scene as well? Isn't there some sort of... Yeah, Prop Joe has a secret weapon that he doesn't pull out until... Uh, right. It's a... Uh, all of a sudden, an NBA-type guy comes out and yeah. he puts him in the game. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's a, a guy who's... He, is he a high schooler or a college? I think he's high uh, a high schooler. They don't say who he's, he is, but... Oh, really? Because there's that scene where he goes and meets the guy at a gym later on. There is a scene where... Oh, that's... Or is uh, that someone different? Avon no, and Stringer it's draft Stringer. the guy. Stringer goes oh, and... Oh, yeah, okay. it's like checking out a prospect. The, uh, we're talking about The Wire Season 1, Episode 9, Game Day. Probably my favorite episode, or definitely my top episode of the whole season why do they this is an annual basketball event for them why i don't remember why they continually do this where the east plays the west they just do it every year they like just for bragging rights there's no other implications there if i remember there's probably some money involved if i I remember right yeah there's definitely like money involved but okay uh that's how they find out who they finally see Avon in the flesh for the first time. If you're not a Wire fan, we're ruining a lot of stuff for you. You're welcome. Well, it's only season one, though. And you're right. I mean, it did ruin a little bit, but... And the seasons, the seasons are still coming out, so... We've <laughs> mm-hmm. got time. Now, what about... Uh, there's a basketball scene in Flubber. Uh, he sticks the flub... On the shoe. On the bottom of the shoe. Gives him a bit of that. By he, this was Robin Williams? Yes, and it makes the players... Bounce? Sort of moon physics. Why does he do that? Because he has nothing to do with the basketball team or anything. What was the reason for that? I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but I think it's just sort of a... It's fun. Just like to experiment with what Flubber could do? I wonder, is it... Maybe the, the team isn't doing so well and... He's wanting to prove that this this flubber isn't so bad after all. Mm. They came out with a series of cards that were uh, flubber based. It's a flubber deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, jams. But yeah, I think it's just to sort of give a real live NBA jam five on five. It was probably just situation. a fun scene. Probably didn't have any. Uh, Didn't have any bearing on the how the rest of the movie played out. <laughs> they just wanted to test the limits of their 3D graphic capabilities yeah. in the early, well, probably mid-90s. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in such a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, did you guys have any other movies? Teen Wolf. Yeah, Teen Wolf, there's some fun... That's kind of similar to Flubber in the fact that it's a basketball scene that takes on the supernatural. Um. Now, do you think... So, I remember he is a good basketball player because he's the wolf. The yeah. wolf boy. What? I don't... I mean, I get they did it because it's fun, but why would a wolf be good at... I just, it doesn't really add up to me that a wolf would be good at basketball. Well, it's Michael J. Fox, and he turns into Michael J. Wolf. And if you can hit a 
a fadeaway Jay Wolf, then. Uh, but I remember him good. dunking, right? He dunks. Yeah, he dunks. He's got a pretty sweet headband on. I remember that. That's fun. Um, he's terribly sweaty. That's probably because of the fur coating, but. He can razzle dazzle on that court, you know. It ma- it just makes me wonder, like, would a vampire be good at well, Frankenstein? Think- What's the? <laughs> well, I'll tell you a a Frankenstein. A, may, I mean, he's got the shoes. He may not be as he might be. He's kind of way. Might, he's he way wanna, down a little bit, huh? He's like a little slow wanna, and lumbering. You may want to put him down in the paint. <laughs> he's kind of tall. He'd be hard to move. Would a mummy be good at basketball? Like what? What's zombies? What other uh, mythological creatures would be good? I'll tell at basketball? you what. Because apparently be. a werewolf is. A merman would not. They well, they'd be wet. <laughs> they would just be half court flapping, using their buff arms to. <laughs> they'd just cherry pick, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, uh, they just coach might keep them on the bench. I think a vampire could be good because they could. Turn in the bat into a bat, hang around the rim, and then when someone throws the ball, transform back to vampire, free alley oop. Mm, right. They'd have to change the rules for if a vampire yeah, joins. They're also vampires are fast. Mm. I think. Okay. <laughs> um, what about a centaur? Centaur would be very, be very tall. Fast. You would be able to block out a centaur. That's no. for sure. That's a lot of. That's a lot of back end. You got <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh, Minotaur. Let's see that'd be good. Is it just in the in Teen Wolf is it just the one basketball scene? No, the whole he plays basketball the whole There's multiple times. It's a pretty big part of the story if yeah. I remember correctly. Is that like his becomes his claim to fame? Is that he he becomes their best basketball player before he couldn't yeah. even get on the team? That's the, yeah. That's I think that's the trajectory. And then at the end you sort of Realized that he he had been drinking Michael's secret uh, sauce, sauce. Uh-huh. Yeah. stuff. Sort of a, there was nothing there all along. It was in you. It was in here in your heart. Yeah, because doesn't he win? Doesn't he win the final shot as Michael? As regular Jay Fox. There's no way he dunks as a fox. And he definitely dunked as a wolf. It wasn't free throw endings. Well, I'm just saying in general, he's as a wolf, he's dunking, and there's uh, no way as a fox, he's uh, dunking. Oh, yeah, so. of course. Now, a un- fun thing about Teen Wolf is it's pre-Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, and yet they have a very similar quote in which they say, with great power comes great responsibility in Teen Wolf before the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Wow, you I think didn't know about that. that. You sit on that for a little bit. For all you Spider-Man heads out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're... Th- Keegan, I just want to say thanks for sticking it to the Spider-Man heads. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I loved, uh, I loved this Into the Spider-Verse. I, if, if I could just say, um, I've been getting a, a lot of emails from these Spider-Heads. <laughs> I think they call no, them just, SMTMs. It, and that's Spider-Man Tobey Maguire. It's Maguire's. a lot of negative language. And I just need these emails to stop. Yeah. Is there any basketball scenes in Spider-Man movies? Seems like that could be... No, I think they wrote that out at SMTM. Yeah, Mm. there's only really cool disco dance, sort of emo dance scenes in the street in the Spider-Man movies. There is... The reason why they didn't write any basketball scenes into SMTM is because (laughs) uh, TM was spent 
doing <laughs> basketball se- scenes in the famous black and white film Pleasantville. Oh yeah, there are basketball scenes in that. And uh, uh, TM shows them that what basketball is all about. For those of you who haven't seen Pleasantville, hold on. It's what is the TM? Toby, Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, remember? I thought you were trading. He goes to your, he uh, goes to Pleasantville, and he goes he goes into practice, and Paul Walker and the Grayscale. and the boys can't miss a shot because everything's perfect. Mm. You remember that? Yeah, and then just, as it starts to go color, they start missing. And they don't understand what's going on anymore. Oh. Sort of a Garden of Eden type story. But he to get to Pleasantville, he gets sucked into the television. Yeah. It's not well, like the, he walks there. The Barney Five, Five shows him how to... It, <laughs> yeah, in sort of a John Ritter type uh, <laughs> scenario. Barney, he gets Barney sucked Five. into the television. <laughs> Barney Fife. Uh, um, no, the Barney Five is the... Five kids from <laughs> from the Barney's backyard and the backyard gang special. There had to be a basketball scene with they're, the backyard. They're known gang. as the Barney yeah. Five. Gotcha. <laughs> but that was a good scene, and it reminds me a lot of that, like one-hour Pistol Pete movie straight to VHS, which is like in a Pleasantville sort of a soda soda jerk milkshake <laughs> town. Mm. <laughs> where uh, they're shooting, they're shooting hoops, and Pistol Pete's razzle and dazzling, and they're mad at him. Yeah, I, I remember them hanging out in a bar stool of marble. <laughs> wow! In that soda parlor booth. Um, yeah, I remember wow. that? When I saw them on Young Man Swagger. Young Man Swagger, didn't he? It was uh now the goons if I remember right <laughs> <laughs> in that background scene no were young men swagger Sir Humphrey Jack and what was the other one Keegan uh I can't remember and something Swain Thomas um Sir Humphrey Jack and Mick Jagger <laughs> I can't remember I can't I'm pretty sure it's Swaying Thomas and uh, Tumbling Jack. Tumbling Jack and Sir Humphrey Stagger. Yeah, that's there what it is. Go. Young Man Swagger, Tumbling Jack, and Humphrey Stagger were all uh, fictional characters from a floor plan song. Which Kelb, you and now you and I were in a band at one point. Yeah, we, we used to do band, <laughs> and I remember coming to all the shows um, <laughs> because I was on the drums behind you guys. <laughs> No, yeah, we had a song about. We had a song called "Young Man Swagger," which was stumbling Jack. We already forgot the other ones. Swaying Thomas and Sir Humphrey, Sir Humphrey Stagger. Stagger, and they all hung out in a in in a, a soda, soda parlor, booth. just like on uh, Pleasantville, uh, where they were just getting their soda jerk on. <laughs> um, Bring it on into Pleasantville. Yeah. And uh, we also play basketball together, too. Now you... We're in a band together. (laughs) I don't... Yeah, you're right, you're right. Now we... The best basketball games are sort of the ones you make during a rainy day when you can't go outside, so you just stick the dirty hamper on top of the bunk bed and you're throwing a, a plastic basketball into that or you're dunking and it did kind of suck that you'd have to 
spill out the basket to get the ball back because you can't really rebound much. A lot of times we'd have a foam Nerf ball with missing, sort of missing puzzle pieces out of it just because the ball had been worn a little bit. There's a little foam, Ew. little foam spots missing. Yeah, those were those were fun though, huh? Yeah, you could really grip them. Indoor sports. You know what? I, one I was really impressed. Uh, Ian, who you guys know because he's your older brother. Uh, I think I lived with him at <laughs> yeah. one at with, one point. We've, we've all sort of. And then we replaced him with, him with a drum set. <laughs> 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 what he did was the floor vent. Which is just a grate in the floor. You lift it up and there's just a hole, right? Yeah. So you sit a plastic cup in there and then two things to like block the sides and you got yourself a golf hole. And he would just hit, I don't know, a marble or something. Oh, he would putt into the cup? And would putt into this air vent that now has a plastic cup inside. Mm. And if he were still on this podcast, he could tell you about it. In, in a little more vivid <laughs> vivid detail, but I think we got the the gist. We got the gist. I remember being very impressed with that that thing. With that hole. With that whole indoor sports. We once had a. Do you guys remember House Olympics? I don't. We just make yeah. up all these house games, and it's an Olympic. No yeah. one, no one won or lost, but. What were some? Just give me two or three games. I'm trying to maybe refresh my memory. You know, like slide down the banister. The steps. No, not doing it. We got another one? <laughs> um, House Olympics. Um, we used to play. I mean, you know, it was Olympics. <laughs> I remember wrestling. I don't remember Olympics. Though. We did used to imitate those hardcore wrestling matches. In the, yeah, that I remember. In the dead of an Indiana I think winter. I, I've got quite a few holes. Yeah. Still, from uh, doing that hardcore we used to, wrestling. We used to play, uh, try to get the football past Ian, or past Dad. Oh, gosh. When we were younger, and they'd just throw us. Yeah, impossible. now one of us, was that me, or I, one of us put a hole in the wall because of that. Uh, was that me? <laughs> that was you. Or was that Ian? That was you. That was me. You went, you went uh, butt first. Yeah, right the through wall. the drywall. No, was Ian the one that cut it? He busted his eye open on the weight set. Keegan. Oh, that was Keegan. That was me. So I went through the wall. You had stitches under your eye because of that. Well, one stitch. Oh, that was it. Now, do you remember famously uh, transferring those stitches to my upper forehead when you <laughs> randomly threw a wooden log at me when I when we were out in the woods one time? Yeah, I didn't mean to hit you, but it did. <laughs> You definitely meant to throw it toward me. There was like a log splitting machine out there, and we just started tossing logs for no reason. And uh... what I remember most about that is I kept kept um, saying I did not need stitches, but the bleeding just wouldn't stop. And uh, by the time I looked like that Goonie mom from uh, Deadly Neighbor. Yeah, That's when I went to the hospital getting, and got stitches put in my head. You're getting pragu all over the place. <laughs> now right. we we all sniffed each other's <laughs> Right, and with that That was right before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just to separate I couldn't finish it. And with that, uh oh, we God. thank you for tuning in and uh join us next time. Uh roll the outro. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowering the Rim, and feel free to email us your fan questions, loweringtherim at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.